With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello and welcome to another Match Day edition of the Leeds That Podcast. I'm Paul and I'm joined by Andy. All right, Paul. All right, my friend. How are you? All right, mate. Join us as we discuss our home fixture with Aston Villa. Coming up, we'll discuss our head-to-head record, speculate on the lineup, give our predictions for the game, talk about the referee, and then, as always, afterwards, we'll come back and we'll get a few things off our chest. How are you doing, mate? Still buzzing off that result the other night? Yeah, completely, mate. Absolutely been living that result for uh, the last few days. It's been bloody wonderful. How are you? Yeah, really good. As we said at the time, it was one to dine out on, wasn't it? Yeah, outstanding, mate. And I think this is uh, this is same again. Hey, you know that Romeo? Oh, yeah, yeah. Broken his ankle. Guy from So Solid Crew. He walked off the pitch. 21 seconds to go, that geezer. Nah, the one who did that <laughs> tackle of the season. Oh, Oriel Romeo. Not yes. Romeo done off of So Solid Crew. Garage house music, yeah? I have no, like, literally, I, I don't know what percentage of our listenership will get that reference, but it, won't, it, it went over my head. Anyways, head-to-head versus Aston Villa. We've won 32, drawn 30, and lost 39. Last time out was a classic 3-0 victory in October. Incidentally, the only other victory we've had without Calvin Phillips in the team this season. It was a Bamford, Bamford hat-trick. Or as you would say, bam, 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 Ford. Three goals, isn't it? Three goals. Yeah, it was a beautiful night. Game of fine margins, but only in the first half, because after that, we absolutely smashed them. Absolutely, mate. We were bloody brilliant that night. It's. I feel that it's going to be a rerun. Oh, mate, that's the last bit when we get on to predictions. You, you're jumping ahead. You're jumping. You're keen. I am. It's, I know it's the night before, and it's, it's giddy, giddy territory, but... Twas the night before Villa and all around the house. Andy got it excited. It's just one of them, mate, where there's a bit of a rivalry in there. I can't stand Villa just because of the last few seasons. And I'm like, well up for it. (laughs) Do you wish you were going? That's a stupid question. Of course you wish you were going in. I'm actually going to the ground tomorrow. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm in Leeds for essential business and i am nowhere near the game time obviously because i need to be home to watch it but i have uh, business to attend to in leeds and i want to walk to the ground just because that's the only thing i want to do in leeds whilst you i wait you having your jab no i forgot that there'll be people there getting jabbed there will be no no i'm i just found out today same as you we're, we're group 11 what does that mean it means we're second to last First the worst, second to last the best, isn't it? That's how they go. Absolutely. So, but well, um, none of us have got a hairy chest because we've got our weed whackers from Manscaped. Definitely, definitely nose in your ears, mate. It'll be painful on your chest. So, team news. Uh, we're speculating again, but um, the the only potential change really from the other night is uh, depends upon the fitness of Matthias Click. So, let's assume he's out. 
so that we've got something to talk about. How would you replace him, Andy? Alioski left back, Dallas midfield. Next question. Okay. Do you think that Helder Costa has had a big enough impact to displace Jack Harrison in the starting lineup? No. Elaborate. All oh, right. I thought this was like one of them uh, like quiz shows. I was getting all excited. Uh, no, the thing is, I think Jack Harrison's been awesome all season. The last two games, he was off the boil on it himself. But I think he'll be coming back fighting. His old pillow foot is class. I don't think the conditions helped him the other night because of the wind. I know it didn't help anybody, but I think he, he essentially struggled more than most. I think he'll be fine. I think he'll start again. Does it make you feel uh, more confident knowing that you have a in-form Helder Costa to bring on, though? Um, would you say that he's in-form? He's got two assists, goals, goal against Arsenal. He's made, he's made an impact the last couple of games has come on, but... I wasn't sure you could say that a substitute is in great form if they've not been starting games. If he came on and didn't have an impact and didn't score a goal and didn't have get two assists, so in the last three games it's a goal and two assists, then possibly. But I would say that that's, that's some kind of form. Oh, you mean so the rest of the season? Bar the Fulham game? Well, yeah, the rest of the season, you would say decidedly out of... I guess it's how long do you have to say is... is for something to become form rather than uh, rather than just um, moments, glimpses. I'm, I'm only being a div when Costa's on. I know, and you haven't like it's early on a Friday, so you, you're not inebriated. So how do you know? When uh, when I, I can tell, and I think anyone <laughs> listening can tell that you're just being a div and you're not on the source. When when Costa's playing well, he's playing well, isn't he? He's he's very quick. He's got great feet, and he can give anyone a problem. It's just trying to find that motivation to keep him at those levels. And I think now that we're safe, him and Tyler Roberts have got got a few weeks to prove their worth for next season, haven't they? And if there ever, ever there's a chance to do it, it's now, isn't it? I love the way you say, now we're safe, because it's it's sort of metaphorically safe rather than mathematically safe. Right, we're safe. Safe, 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 safe. This is a, this is a game against a European spot rival, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, another team who don't need to qualify for Europe this season. I don't want to be a negative on that because I think you maybe partially talked me around the other night slightly, but it, I'm, I maintain it. It's too soon for this squad. You need more, a few more transfer windows. Why? Because our depth is is minimal. We we couldn't do it. I don't believe we just burn out. We'd just crash out, wouldn't we? We'd crash out a cup and be fine. Yeah, it'd just be like playing against Crawley in the cup, but instead you'd be playing against Maccabi Haifa and you crash out that way. Fair enough, mate. Well, I'll tell you what. Well, let's rejig the order a little bit here. Tomorrow is going to be a little bit like playing Crawley in the Cup because referee to, for tomorrow's game, thanks to El Loco Joe. Love you. It's Peter Banks. He last took charge of the, the loss to Crawley in the FA Cup. Uh, uh, wait a minute. Any of the geezer from Mary Poppins? Peter. He's also uh, the geezer. Oh, from that's, the- George. that's George Banks in it. Awful reference. My bad. He's also the geezer from uh, the QPR loss 1-0 to Naki Wells double handball. He's also only given more yellow cards to Leeds United than any other team in his career, I think, except for Birmingham. So not a great kind of overall vibe about the referee going in tomorrow, but that goal would have been disallowed by the lovely video assistant referee. Peter Banks. Sounds like something else. Tom Hanks. So I've been on the opposition forums, as always. Why? Uh, 
because we do a segment on our podcast about what's going on on the opposition forums. Do we? And uh, yeah, every week. Um, twice this week because we've had two podcasts. We do a podcast. So I've been on Villa Talk and uh, I thought this was worth bringing up. I, I looked at what we what we said last time and they said this in October. Like, bring, it, it was, bring your Brummie accent back, go on. This was the 23rd of October. Um, so we're not talking ages ago. I think a little bit of perspective is needed in the media amongst pundits with leads. The 10th, having won two games from five against Fulham and Sheffield United, who sit 19th and 20th. They're hardly setting the league alight in the way the media commentators like to suggest. So basically, uh, this this was it. We match them tomorrow for effort, then we'll have too much for them in terms of quality. And <laughs> that should be the difference. Right. That was That was... 23rd of October today. Can't see anything other than a heavy defeat for the Villa. This is the same guy. Leeds are just too good at the moment and will run Villa's midfield ragged unless Smith benches both McGinn and Barkley. Is that the same guy, is it? Yep. Hilarious. Brilliant. So uh, I, I love to have a good uh, a scowl. They, they're so pessimistic. They... Um, they think they're on a bad run even though they're on the same kind of form that we're on. Um, I, I was... Talking to uh, Cole from the Holt cast, uh, the Aston Villa podcast yesterday. Oh, uh, friend. Yeah, well, he, he had me on earlier in the season and I was polite and it was nice to go back after the uh, after the last result. And obviously, I don't need to talk to him ever again if we lose tomorrow. So that's how it works. Friend. And, uh, so, but they're not that optimistic. They, they think they're in a bad place and it's just because of how they started and where they're at now. They also feel that they had a poor performance against Leicester. They, at the time that I spoke to, to Cole, they weren't sure on Grealish's fitness, but he's been declared out, cash is out. So those were the two most influential performers in their 3-0 game earlier in the season. And that's the, the two best players in a 3-0 defeat for me, aren't, aren't playing. Grealish will play. It's all nonsense to try and uh, do a bit of mind games. Bielsa don't care. He said during the week, he went out, Grealish does play because you want to play against the better players, don't you? Gives you more motivation to perform. I don't trust Dean Smith. I think he's a snake. Really? So, well, Andy, we'll, we'll check back in on that one tomorrow. And if that is true, mate, you're switched on, aren't you? We've known this for a long time. You're clued up. In it, my mate. So that that leads us then into our predictions. Well, before we get onto that, we've obviously had a nice little chat here and all that, and get talk about the Villa game is important. But there's been some uh, horrible news coming out of the club today, hasn't there? Yeah, very sad news um, that Peter Lorimer is uh, battling with a long term illness and has been admitted to a hospice. And so all, all we can say is our best wishes from from everyone here at Leeds. That and you. you you see online the outpouring of support from the Leeds United community because he's such an important part of the club's history. So all the best, Peter and family. He's one of those people that obviously in our and being our age, we've never seen play, but he's you binge watch his goals and you follow the history of the club and you enjoy it. And we've seen him, met him many a times in the pavilion and he's mm. always got time for you, always says hello. So it's it's a it's a huge Huge sad day. We've lost some absolute heroes in the last 12 months. Um, Peter Lorimer's just is a legend, isn't it? It's, it's so sad. So, as you say, thoughts with the family. So, on to the game and our predictions. You earlier 
told me that you were very excited and very confident. What are you going for? Two in the leads. I think Patrick Bamford's going to have uh, a five-goal sway over Villa this season. It's going to be 5-0 in aggregate to Patrick Bamford and he's going to get in the England squad ahead of Ollie Watkins. Well, the, the, one of the people on Villa Talk said, uh, don't really care what the result is as long as uh, Bamford doesn't score. Pat Bamford actually said that he uh, w- wishes people would drop it now. He's very sorry, but it was a very stupid thing he did a couple of years ago and uh, time to move on. He's just an absolute awesome shithouse. I love him. He's the poshest wind-up merchant on the planet. Did you see uh, some Twitter feed did uh, an interview, a, a very brief clip with with Click, and that, that's why it reminds me of it because you mentioned poo houses, and uh, they said to him, "Who's uh, better, Bamford or Lewandowski?" Like. And he said, well, I'll have to go for Bamford because he's got more Premier League goals than Lewandowski and Messi combined. <laughs> <laughs> yes, clicky. Oh. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going 2-0, mate, and I can't wait. What, what, what are you saying? 3-1 uh, leads, and I only threw the one on to placate Cole on the Hulk cast. So, uh, Ooh, I, I, friend, villa friend. Yeah, my villa friend. Ooh, uh, I love you, Cole. Mate. Don't get jealous. I'm not jealous. You sound like you are jealous. But yeah, I, I think another... They, they asked me if uh, Leeds being used to the pitch now makes a difference. And I, I was like, nah, it's shocking for everybody. But we follow all time. Do you know what's the last few games? Yeah, but equally, we have won the last couple on it, haven't we? So That's why Greenish should be all right, because he's used to being on floor, isn't he? <laughs> well, we shall see. What's your word? Muller. I always remember they used to be sponsored by the <laughs> Muller Yogurts. And I think we're going to Muller the Villa tomorrow. That's great. I'll go with that. Uh, I'm going to go with stability. They never sponsored Villa. No, but I couldn't think of another Villa sponsor quick enough that I could have done a, a bit of wordplay with. But I'm going with stability because... We've got a bit of stability in our league position again after that victory. We're in the top half. Another win would be, make us even more st- stable stability. Uh, that isn't the same word. I can see your face saying that. But also, if we get... <laughs> that was get, so partridge. <laughs> if, we, if, we can, if we can maintain a bit of stability on our feet, on our pitch, we're going to do all right tomorrow as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. What what time's kickoff? Half past five? 5.30 kickoff. 5.30 kickoff. All right. Well, uh, let's catch up after and uh, hopefully we'll be smiling as we all know what winners are, don't we, Paul? We are. So hopefully after this, we will be grinners. Right, we're back and it's finished. Leeds United nil, Aston Villa won. That wasn't much fun, Andy. Oh, mate, it was absolutely bloody awful. I knew as soon as... You know, I, after all that hype yesterday when we were talking about how good we're going to do, I woke up this morning and just had one of them awful days and you just know that we're going to be crap from there, don't you? Well, I, I said I was going to go out to Ellen Road. That didn't happen, so I thought maybe I've jinxed it. And then at about half three, disaster struck. I thought I was having a decent enough day. I was cutting the garden, front well, lawn. with your lawnmower... Three. 3.0. 3. And uh, first cut of the of the spring. 
Do you know the first time I noticed it was the smell, right? <laughs> I got the whiff, I went, oh, stopped. And I'd run through some dog turd. <laughs> Never. Someone's let the dog go in my front garden. And not only had I not noticed, I'd gone over it with my sort of air glide mower that smeared it into the ground. <laughs> so I've had to scrape it up. I've had to scrape it up with baby wipes. It was vile. It was absolutely vile. And from that point on, I've been an absolute stinker. And I just knew what was coming. Literally you could tell. It was. It's disgusting. Right. It, I've had a German shepherd who's been shitted on my front front garden every morning. Really? Yeah. Other day, chicken bastard brought his dog. <laughs> well, let's let's get into this. This is what James has put for us on Twitter. Better roll that red carpet out for one of the most boring managers on the planet. Time wasting, injury faking, boring villa. Difficult to not sound bitter. We'd take Bielsa over that absolute garbage any day of the week. I don't disagree with any of that. Red that is. was it was just really hard, wasn't it? I, it it's it, as going on, giving it big licks in the first half of the pod, saying how good we are and how bad they are. We we didn't turn up tonight. Let's not beat around the bush. There, it's really the most disappointing thing is losing one nil in a game that you didn't feel at all threatened in. But equally, I don't think we threatened them really. It was just a rubbish game played out by two teams who weren't at it. What do you say? They didn't have much of an out ball in the first half, but in the second half, nothing, like literally nothing. But we we huffed and puffed and they were set up to be to be resolute and they could do it. And we lacked the creativity to break them down and it was frustrating, but it felt like one of those nights early doors that we weren't going to do anything. And there's bits that we, we can and will pick out around it, but... You know I don't like to do excuses, but I, w- I would like a word for the for the officiating because it's annoying when the ref buys it and allows the time wasted. Like Tyrone Mings in the last minute was awful, wasn't it? Yeah, big time. But, but it, it was for both teams. Look at Lorente fading injury when he uh, reckons that whoever it was did him and he's, Ollie Watkins tries to help him up and he goes mad at him. No, I'm not, I'm yeah, not well, into that. That's, that's guff. I'm not into that either. However, what I'll say for him, this is my first and only defence of that behaviour for him, is that if you've had a few injuries and you feel someone go into you, it's a snapshot reaction. He knows afterwards that that wasn't the, the right way to react, but he's panicked is, is my take on it. It's not that he's felt contact and knows it didn't hurt. I think as soon as it's hit him, he's panicked because of the way things have gone. So that's the way I'm going to take his. Whereas Target or Target or whatever he's called is just a cheat because he actually did the big foul on on Roberts, which was should have been the yellow card. And then Roberts got booked for his uh, reaction, whereas he still stopped him doing it. That should have been two yellows. He then did the uh, one on the edge of the box on Rafinha. He's then gone through Pablo He's had a few. He's had a few where he's been a very... like the, It annoys me when they're going, oh, he's got away with one there. Yeah. But we have this thing, it's called VAR. Oh, yeah, it doesn't look for second yellows. Or 12th yellow, as it could have been by the end of it. But that's my only gripes around it. It's so hard not to sound bitter in it after losing. No, I feel like... like 
that's a full pint of bitter, but only around that because it was frustrating. And and I fully say we didn't help ourselves. So let's go back to the first half and the man who I feel um, I've said a few times desperately in need of a goal. But Tyler Roberts, come on. Yeah, he's desperate for a goal, isn't he? Uh, again, I didn't think he was, apart from not scoring, didn't do much wrong. I think the biggest talking point is the fact that they took that scruffy chance and that and we, we missed, didn't. Then we missed yeah. that scruffy chance. They were pretty much identical within the space of mm. five, six minutes, wasn't it? Yeah. That's all the game boils down to. It were crap. Neither team <laughs> really did much. I, I probably think that is the worst I've seen us play under Bielsa. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think we're giving... And that's not me hating. That's not me hating on Bielsa, by the way, at all. I hate it on Leeds. I think it's just a matter of fact. I can, obviously, there's the second leg against Derby and playoffs, but even then, I don't think we played that non-existently for a full ninety minutes. Can you remember a more non-existent ninety minutes? No, and even then, even then, in like even in this non non-existent ninety minutes that you call it, the Tyler Roberts chance and the Rafinha chance. Do you know how I, you know that it's not your night when the ball breaks to you in the box and Pablo Hernandez lets it roll down his shin instead of controlling it? You know that's yeah. normally Pablo is like touch above goal, and because we never got it, I don't know if I, I don't think they lack belief. But I'll tell you who else I didn't think had a very good game. Rafinha. Well, I'll. Re- there's there's still players who I think get credit. I think Laurenti and Cooper did everything that they needed. Are we, to are we just spoiled? Do you think? Yeah, a little bit. And uh, we always end up. I usually I come try and bring perspective. You get angry, but now you've now, now we've got thirty five points. You're like we're safe. It's frustrating, but we'll play again next weekend. It's fine. But the person I I, I, don't, I don't like striking that position. No. I'd, I just don't find him effective whatsoever. I think he's never had a, gr- a good game there. Coming at us, if you if you can remember a decent game and if I'm being short-sighted, but I, th- I, th- I think he st- thrives at centre-half. And I think he struggles when he's asked to play there. Last few games in the Championship when he's coming for Calvin, he did all right. But yeah, I, reckon, uh, I reckon I could have probably done that. Yeah. The, the, I, think, the crux- I think you're exaggerating somewhat there, but... The crux of it is, is we're missing Adam Forshaw, aren't we? Adam Forshaw plays in that position. We've got a lot more of a sure midfield, haven't we? I think we're, we're missing, well, we're missing Adam Forshaw, but we're missing Calvin Phillips is the point, oh, yeah. isn't it? But it's and the fact we've got no cover. It's the fact we've got no cover, which is the issue. We're and missing Rodrigo, but but they can say well, they're missing, missing Grealish and Cash is that like, they did what they needed to do better than us today. So there's no gripes, really. You know, they did. You don't have to have enjoyed it and you wouldn't necessarily have sat through. But if you, if you, we've been in a position before where we have a team that nicks a goal and we sit in for a long time and usually it doesn't work. It didn't work all the time, but when it does work, it's it's great. And, and they did what they needed to do. Oh, they'll be well. buzzing. They'll be buzzing tonight. That's class for them. But I'm not them. So I absolutely hate it with every single fibre that I've got. See, the only... There's a few differences between this and Wolves, and I'll tell you. We deserve to win against Wolves. We didn't yeah. deserve we didn't deserve to win tonight necessarily. I haven't had twelve cans. And uh, but 
I think on balance across the across the two Wolves games, I can't remember exactly what I said, but I believe that we we deserved at least four points and we got nothing. I think we probably deserved deserved between three and four points here against Villa because that that first game could have gone either way. And tonight, ultimately, it probably could. We've had we've had the better chances. We've had the lion's share of possession, but we just it's nil nil that game. It was crap. Yeah, that's essentially what it is. I don't know how much more they would have done knocking if if they hadn't scored. But once they'd got what they needed in the back pocket, it's when they've had to. It's when they've had to give El Ghazi man of the match just because he scored. Yeah, I know, and he literally did nothing else. No, but the, no, no player on the pitch did really. Rafinha was so unlike himself tonight that the whole this squad is, were. This is heading for a Stuart Dallas man of the match. It's not actually. Who's your man of the match then? I've been uh, speaking to our good friend Katie Watkins on the old Twitter sphere during the game, and uh, she says Liam Cooper, and I agree with her. I think he was the one who he defended well, he passed well, his long balls were great. He didn't look troubled. It was just a decent performance. But again, my nuts really coming at you. It's hard to pick one out. What say well, you? I'll give it to Lorente for surviving another 90 minutes and for actually <laughs> standing up to Ollie Watkins the majority of the time. And I've told you, he's getting a free pass on the rolling around because I, I think he was a man of fear, fear that it was the third time he was going off injured. And I think he'd, I'm sure he'd hold his hands up and say that it was silly what he did. So yeah, literally probably Stuart Dallas really. Because in a poor performance, he's done nothing wrong again. I've, got, I've had a word in my head. Like normally when we say, what's your word, right? We always have to have a bit of a think. I've had this word in my head since about the 35th minute. So what's your word? Europe. Europe. It's still on. Yeah, I think Boris says that from 21st of July, June, all restrictions will be lifted and you can go to Europe. So uh, all the best. What, on your this, bobs. What's this word you've been picking it in your head since the 35th oh, minute? Drab. I found it so <laughs> I found it so drab and I couldn't shift it and it never changed. It was beige, wasn't it, that performance? Oh yeah, it was vanilla. It was absolutely meh. And it's not uplifting like we had the other night. So I'm gonna largely pretend tonight didn't happen. It's just annoying because they've got so many people I really, really dislike. Yeah, yeah, massively. But do you know what? It's only football, isn't it, Andy? Oh, bloody hell, right. Let's sign off. No, it's frustrating tonight. We're all frustrating. We're a little bit bitter and uh, trying to pick out any kind of positives in that is uh, is tough. My positive is that he'll get them in on Monday and absolutely beast them and we won't be that bad again next weekend. He hopes. We always do well in London, don't we? Yeah, we've absolutely mint, mate. And aren't they, aren't they crap as well? Aren't they like struggling? Oh, it's a Monday night game. Oh. Monday night, the 8th. We get a weekend off next weekend, off sorts. We've got London, two London teams, West Ham away and then Chelsea at home. We go Monday night and then we go Saturday lunchtime. So we go for the last round of one of this. Do you, last thing very quickly. Do you think it affected them at all that we've had an extra game since they haven't? They've had longer to prepare? Yeah. Perfect. Right, on that note, 
we will leave you and we will speak to you next week. Sports Social Podcast Network.